Hello and welcome to the Open Government Podcast. I'm Richard Pietro. I'm Samir Vasta. Each episode of the Open Government Podcast, we bring you an interview with someone working on open government in their community. And as we've been doing this entire week, Samir and I have been doing interviews about what's going on at the Canadian Open Data Summit, the International Open Data Conference, the Data Conference. And today we have another special guest from South America. Indeed. So today we have uh, Martin Sislican, who has a, a tool called Congreso Interactivo. And uh, he's going to tell us a little bit about uh, what it is and uh, why he created it. Okay, so Congreso Interactivo is a parliamentary monitoring application. Uh, it has several websites in, um, in it. Uh, one of them, with the one we were talking about earlier, is the game. The game was called Elegi Lehi. And we ran that for the 2013 elections. And what, does, what, what, what is that translated into, into English? It's like, pick your rep. Okay. okay. Pick a rep. Something pick like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're going to do a similar thing for the 2015 elections, but those are presidential. Um, in the 2013, we had data from the, voter, the votings of the representatives, um, and we picked 20 laws and we will display that to the user, and the user will vote as if he were a rep. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I, I called it a simulator, <laughs> because you could vote with the same options they have, which is yes, no, be absent, abstain, or pass. Oh. Um, so once you got to the end of it, uh, you got to see a list of, um, of the reps ordered by the, the ones that match the most to your choices, and this was quite surprising to users. Um, I'm, one of my specialities is uh, user research, and I do usability testing. And we, when we were conducting tests with this, this game, what we discovered is that, that people was, were surprised of, of the outcome. So basically, they were making choices on how they would vote on laws, but then they find out that they're actually more like other politicians they didn't think they would be like. Exactly. Because by using real data and real voting records from the parliament or Congress. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. And so what did users do with that? So once, once, once I was exposed to people, what did you see that people were saying? Did that change the level of discourse, debate, the, you, uh, the engagement in the election, things like that? Okay, so what happens in Argentina is that if you don't like things, you start calling names. So, <laughs> we do that here too. Yeah. So the first thing, they accused us of being biased. Okay. Uh, that we were working for one candidate or for another candidate. Um, then this got to the media and this got to TV. And so we have a TV channel which is um, calling itself as being prosecuted by the government. Uh, they had uh, this, they ran this advert like, we can disappear if they pass this law. They didn't disappear. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that was their, their attitude. And where they had to vote on the same law that they were. Uh, they did it on air, mm -hmm. wow. live, yeah. and they didn't know what the law will, will be. <laughs> so there were three co-hosts uh, on the show, on air, deciding, should we give them this law instead oh. of wh what would you vote? So oh. then the, like, the official TV channel took that part and were mocking at the, at the journalists <laughs> on, on how they did on our game. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, so, so you see, like, there's uh, some some media pickup and some media influence there. Have you seen any influence among parliamentarians or people in the Congress um, that have made them either more reticent or more open to sharing these things before they even play people play the game? I didn't actually get any comments from the reps. Okay. Uh, I did get comments from 
uh, advisors or from people working in the Congress, um, and they were all quite happy that we have the tool. Just one more quick question before we go into a quick answer. What are your next steps? You said you have a presidential election coming up. Obviously, this tool is for an election that's already taken place. But what are your quick? What are your next steps? Okay, we are going to improve on the game. Uh, we're going to make it more fun to play. Uh, it's going to be more engaging, and it's going to be shorter. Uh, and it's got not going to be based on actual data uh, because we don't have data for the actions of the president in the same way that we have for the legislative. Uh, so what we're doing is we, we're going to NGOs and we're going to volunteers to gather the stances of the politicians on different controversial topics. Mm. Um, and we, we are going to do that not only for the presidential elections, but for the governor elections also. That's brilliant, yeah, and uh, it just it's a great example of how, you know, everyone talks about gamification, but this is really gamification for engaging the public, but also kind of keeping keeping people that are elected uh, accountable for what they what they say and what they do. So that's a great example, and thank you so much for sharing that with us. Absolutely, thank Absolutely. you for inviting me. <laughs> All right, so that was Martin. I'm gonna let Samir pronounce the last name because he's got the tongue. I don't for know. It. It's Martin Sislikan, and he's his tool is Congreso Interactivo, and uh, do check it out. And uh, that. Uh, we're going to take a wrap here at the Open Government Podcast. If you have any questions, as usual, you can reach us on the hashtag OGTPod. I'm at Vasta on Twitter. And I'm at Richard Pietro on Twitter. That's all for today, and we'll talk to you soon.